1: and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern.
2: People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels.
1: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey
0: everybody, welcome to this episode of the Buck Sexton Show. My friend Jordan Schachtel joins now. You've got to check out his Substack. It is dossier.today on Substack. The dossier. I'm a subscriber. You should be a subscriber. And um, Jordan, appreciate you being here with me, my friend. Uh, how's everything going?
3: Everything's good. You know, fellow Floridian, can't complain. How you doing, Buck?
0: You know, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I see in your sub stack. That's why I reached out to you. You have one recently speaking of Florida and dealing with reality now. And every, everyone I think who's capable of seeing reality finally being in a place where they can say it out loud. Um, your your piece is titled. There was no pandemic. The lesson of the pandemic is to not trust the government. Walk me through this one. I mean, obviously, I, I agree in, in the broad strokes here. Tell me what you mean.
3: Yeah, so this is in the context of an ongoing debate um, that you're seeing in the media, lab leak versus no lab leak, what happened in Wuhan, we have Congress running all over this, we have the White House, we have the intelligence community, all this anonymously sourced stuff, Um, they want to hit China for a variety of reasons, I think that's great, you know, I'm not a big fan of the CCP, but It seems to me that a lot of these lawmakers and pundits and doctors and so-called experts, what they really seem to be doing is, I think, justifying their advocacy for um, specifically lockdowns, all these mandates, the money printing. And I I think the hardest pill to swallow is recognizing that Perhaps, I mean, I'm not accusing you of doing so because you were on the right side of things basically this entire time. Um, I think so many people got bamboozled into this idea that there was a deadly virus going around, um, just maiming people, uh, overflowing hospitals, doing tremendous damage. When in fact, if, if like, let's say, you know, if the government had never raised awareness, the Chinese government had never raised awareness about this issue, I don't think that we ever would have known there was a so-called pandemic, because you know we have the final stats on the lethality and the complications caused by coronavirus disease, and like we just totally blew it out of proportion. You know, every year in this over the course of human history, a lot of people get sick um, when they go indoors into their habitat, their home. And this seasonal respiratory effect um, continues every single year. It's not as if in previous years, people weren't getting sick and dying of the flu and other respiratory complications from like a rhinovirus or something like that. To me, I think that's the important perspective is that this was basically just another series of years, you know, you call it coronavirus, call it whatever you want, of a lot of people getting sick, a lot of people tragically dying, but nothing that was so out of the ordinary that we could really call it a pandemic.
0: Now, I've been seeing some analysis, some, some people are putting out there uh, that not only are Fauci and the gang that put all this stuff on top of us, I mean, it was absolutely horrific. I can't say enough what a disgrace and a coward, I think, Anthony Fauci is and was. Um, and uh, Rochelle Walensky, and just go down the list, all of these public health officials, and, and for me, the litmus test, it's so funny, that for them, masking was always, if you mask, you're like a good person who's doing what you're told. For me, if you were a health official of any kind, and you went along with this mask idiocy, you were a coward, you were destroying science, and, and you were uh, essentially a totalitarian, um, acting as a, a medical totalitarian. And yet i'm hearing jordan that there is an effort to try to codify some of this for the next one like they're they're getting they're they're trying to say oh lessons learned yeah we should do some of this again for next time and i'm sitting here saying they should do none of this again like not a single thing they did should be repeated not one
3: that's my biggest problem with the lab leak stuff is that yes you know i i am uh, the jury's out on if this is a genetically modified virus or whatnot. If it was a genetically modified virus, it sure didn't, um, you know, kill off any particular sub- significant section of fighting age males through China's enemies. So it didn't really make sense that the, the bioweapon thesis, maybe it just leaked out of a lab, who knows. But you're right. That's that's the problem with um, specifically this the the lab leak or human bioweapon ideology is that you're basically justifying future lockdowns because, you know, God forbid, let's say, you know, another pandemic is unleashed or whatever you want to call it. Why not, like, you need to fight the battle against the top-down draconian government measures. And I think that specifically our government is entirely missing that point because they were, as you said, they're cowards, they're corrupt, and they were complicit in in this. how many Republicans were for all of these mandates or who said nothing about it? I mean, our our, our buddy Thomas Massey, remember, was the only person to vote against the trillions of dollars or to, to make a stink about the trillions of dollars in additional money for all this coronavirus stuff and all that goes to Pfizer, Moderna. I mean, it was all just like, to me, the, the lesson is not to get fooled again by these government bureaucrats. Um, And I think that the science really, you know, the more you look into this, um, the more it kind of backs up the idea that this isn't really something that we should be so we shouldn't be so much worried about respiratory season as we should be about government rolling up power faster than ever before.
0: I'm sitting here and I almost I almost can't believe this. I'm looking at this as I talk to you right now. And, and I'm like, this can't be real. But it was published. This is NBC Connecticut, Jordan. Masking protocols change at state capitol building due to uptick in COVID cases. This is from May 30th, 2023. This is less than a month ago. Guests were required to wear masks on the third floor of the capitol building. Due to an increase in COVID 19 cases among senators, but the requirement has since been lifted. They are they brought back a government building mask mandate a month ago. So for this is what I try yeah. to remind everybody, for anyone who thinks, oh, but everyone, let's just move past it. Move past it. These morons think they got it right. I mean, that's the part of it that I sit here, I'm like, they got everything wrong. Everything wrong. Wrong on masks, wrong on lockdowns, wrong on social I mean the, the whole concept of social distancing. What moron believed this? I mean, that was for me. I wasn't as hardcore because I was like vaccines. I don't know. Maybe they're going to work. Maybe they don't. And I wasn't really for me the the, the notion of a temporary but a temporary and partial lockdown, masks that come on and off all the time. That there's no you know, and then you know, is a balaclava? Is it a kerchief that says you know Hillary Biden on it? Whatever. Um, and you know the 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 social distancing protocol. I was like, you don't have to be a doc. You just have to be not you have to be not a moron to know that this stuff was all was all complete bull. And yet they still they still do it. I mean, a month ago, they're doing it.
3: Yeah, you see this weird stuff on social media where there's still people dedicated to, like, taping around the surface of their mask to get that better seal and and it's funny like because if you remember the era of double masking triple masking oh yeah basically what they were advocating is that the best way to prevent um a virus is to suffocate yourself and it was so obvious that like you know these masks aren't going to stop a virus because of the size of a virus and the you know the the way like if if you're breathing without some type of like self-contained breathing device you're going to be susceptible, so it's like, are you going to carry around an oxygen tank for the rest of your life or or you know recognize the reality that uh, you might be subject to some type of um, transmission of a virus and and just live your life as normal, but they didn't tell us that they told us that you know that we had these magic cloths, we had all of these devices, all of these devices involved giving up our power. And uh, freedom to the government. Interestingly enough, but yeah, I think that that's why it's so important to challenge not just you know the, the um, decisions that were made, you know, the, these stupid policies, but the idea in the first place that there was anything that needed to be defended against or that could be defended against, because it's just such a natural occurrence um, in in the, you know the modern and ancient history of humanity to have a respiratory season. Where a lot of people fall ill, and you know what's interesting is that the separation between you have viruses and then you have bacteria and you have fungus. But with viruses, it's kind of counterintuitive to expect there to be a killer virus that wipes out humanity because it would kill the host off. For if if, if it's such a killer virus, it wouldn't be able to spread around the world because the host would be killed. So it, the, the whole science is just junk and contradictory and. I think people should really, um, especially people with credentials, should really put themselves out there because they know the science. And I think one of the lessons here is that, you know, unfortunately in our society, cowardice is encouraged. And a lot of people that could have spoken up chose not to, leaving us into this giant mess. But now that we're kind of out of the mess for now, at least with COVID, I I think it's 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 a perfect time for some of these scientists to put their thinking caps on and think about the possibility that maybe there actually wasn't anything that should be labeled a pandemic.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's fascinating. I mean, I think if you also look into the the way that they um, fudged the numbers where people who died, who had COVID, I mean, everybody got everybody got COVID. This is the part of it that some of us were saying from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. There was no stopping it. Everyone got it. There's no, oh, I'm just going to be the person who doesn't get COVID. It's, it, everyone got it, and everyone got it in the first year. It's another part of this, too. Um, we know, the first 12-month cycle, and uh, that, that any of these things, any of these interventions did anything is complete lunacy at this point. It did absolutely nothing, but let, I want to come and talk to you because about the debate issue, Joe Rogan um, wants to get... One of the most COVID maximalist lunatics, this guy, Dr. Hotez, uh, to debate RFK Jr. Let's talk about RFK Jr. and talk about that debate, which I don't think is going to happen, but should happen. Let's get into that here, Jordan, in just just a second. But first, take the guesswork, everyone, on where you're going to find the energy and focus to make every day as productive and solid as possible. Rely on Chalk's male vitality stack as a solution. This is a supplement made with only all natural ingredients. The leading ingredient has been proven in studies to improve testosterone levels in men's bodies by some 20% in the first three months of regular usage. That's the source of energy in a man's body, testosterone. There are many more benefits that come from daily consumption of Chalk's male vitality stack, each one of them setting you up to maximize your day. You're going to find the Chalk products online where you can buy them directly and establish a relationship with the people at this Texas-based company. They're prepared to give you 35% off your Chalk subscription for life when you order now. Go online to Chalk.com. That's spelled C-H-O-Q.com. Get 35% off when you use my name, Buck. That's B-U-C-K in your in your purchase process. Go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Use promo code Buck, B-U-C-K, in your purchase process. Uh, check out these products. They're amazing. All right, Jordan. RFK Jr. So you you and I have something in common. We actually know each other, really, because I started to see you were a guy who got it early about COVID, right? And because there weren't there were conservatives who were saying mask up. I'm not going to name names right now, but there were people (laughs) on the right who everyone's like, "Eh, you know, he's so right wing. I'm like, the guy was a a wimp on lockdowns, a wimp on masks, and now is all you know tough about it. Anyway, you were right on this one. I was right on this one. Jesse Kelly. I mean, there were some other people who May of 2020. You know, it was like yeah, you either knew what time it was or you didn't. But let's talk about RFK Jr. because I know you you look at um, the vaccine issue more broadly as well. Do you trust this yeah. guy on the vaccines? Like, well, what do, you, what do you think about this? I've listened to the Joe Rogan podcast and I found myself saying, I mean, he basically just got to recite his case. RFK Jr. got to recite his case. No, neither pushback nor really any probing questions. And I don't mean this in any offense to, to Rogan. I don't really know much about the vaccine studies and science either, but he made his case. What do you make of it?
3: Yeah, I, I think what is is interesting about this Hotez, who is basically for people who aren't aware of Peter Hotez is he's a doctor who runs this center out of uh, Baylor University in uh, Houston and he's like one of those covid maniacs you know like regional fauci basically he's this like 4 foot 10 uh very similar to fauci in that in that regard but he's like just a total lockdown lunatic um believes in the, the exact opposite of RFK's ideology, which is, um, I guess, as a, RFK is more like a vaccine minimalist, whereas Hotez believes that you can vaccinate for everything and anything. Hotez believes that, and one of his missions actually is that he is on a quest to develop a vaccine for parasitic worms, um, which is enormously complicated, hasn't ever been accomplished, and he's received tens of millions of dollars from the Gates Foundation, from the government, w- w- to no avail. So that's like Hotez's side of things is vaccinate your way out of everything. Hotez um, had a really popular segment with Joe Rogan in which Rogan kind of exposes him for having poor personal health decisions. And H- Hotez responds that like, oh, you know, I have all my vaccines, so I'm healthy. So he believes that vaccines are, are the, you know, the way to become healthy, just vaccinate for everything, um, RFK has the opposite approach, and you know while I don't um, endorse—I uh, hate the word endorse—but while I don't agree with everything, I think that he sometimes gets into this speculative realm, especially like with this like five G Wi-Fi stuff. Um, what RFK has really exposed, um, I think, is significant. Is this kind of like pharmaceutical industrial complex where? you have these total hacks and frauds who receive all this grant money to push political agendas and even worse than that, push harmful medical products, whether it's, um, you know, you have this Remdesivir or you have like malaria drugs in Africa that are very harmful to children. Um, And I think he's done a lot of good work on that front. And I think it, it would be fascinating to see a debate between these two because they come from such polar opposite sides of the debate. And Hotez is, uh, is running away like the, the coward that he is, unfortunately.
0: So, so it sounds like you think that RFK Jr. Gets some things right. And Mm. so it's, but he, he goes a little bit far. I mean, I agree when I heard on the Rogan thing, cell phones and 5g, um, and how, and also, and also, just Wi-Fi in general. I mean, if Wi-Fi is is creating tumors, like we're all going to die. I mean, we're, yeah, of, we are all, we're, we're, we're all going to die, but I mean, we're all going to get cancer because we're all surrounded by this all the time, right? I mean, how? I guess people would argue, oh, well, there's more susceptibility for some individuals than others, but if something is so aberrant that you can't prove the causation, is it enough of a concern for public health policy reasons to even address it? As that's that's one thing that you know, I feel like uh, we need to look at, right? You know, if there are mm-hmm. 10 people a year who die from something, even if it's something that all of us are dealing with, do we really care about that thing if it's really only 10 people a year dying from it? You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: So, so the thing, the interesting thing about RFK is that he has done, I, I think he struggles sometimes to, to separate factual evidence from speculation, like going from there was mercury in the vaccines back in the day and he's done great work to... Um, you know, sue some pharmaceutical companies and advocates for some of these vaccines. Like there were ingredients in shots that have since been removed. And I think, you know, people will argue that there's still ingredients in shots. And that's a separate issue that I don't know enough about right now. But I I think that when he was having these debates um, or trying to have these debates, people like Hotez would refuse to engage. And the endorsement of just, the blanket endorsement, which I totally agree with with RK Jr. of any and all medical products to solve uh, complex problems that they oftentimes don't solve. I, I think that could summarize his issues with pharma and these, you know, this big government healthcare cartel that were that we really saw play out um, you know, over the course of this COVID hysteria era. They were just selling so much junk and the protocol, you know, for, and, and even like these protocols were junk from ventilators to masks to all this stuff that was actually probably harmful to um, to your average COVID patient instead of helping them.
0: I want to I want to tell everybody about what the CDC still has on its website. So you got to stick around for a second. This, this is this. I looked this up while Jordan was talking about it. I, I want to This is going to blow some people's minds out there it has to do with vaccination schedule. We'll get into that, though, in just a second. Look, I love the My Pillow products. Right now I'm sitting here. I got the My slippers on my feet. These are amazing, super comfortable. I wear them every day during the show. I walk around the apartment with them. Carrie, my wife, she wears them, she loves them. They've been discounted 80% from 150 bucks to $25 a pair. So the My slippers are amazing, exclusive four-layer design. You're not going to find in any other slipper. It buffers your feet from the stress of walking, makes you feel ultra comfortable all day. So go get yourself one now. Go to MyPillow.com. You can actually get up to 10 pairs. They won't sell you more than 10, though, because the price is so low. MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square to get these all-season slippers. Make sure you use promo code BUCK. When you go to MyPillow.com, $25 per pair for these slippers. Promo code BUCK. Promo code B-U-C-K. Jordan, on the point about institutional medicine and the consensus science that we saw with COVID, right now on the CDC website... It has on the schedule a two or three dose primary series for COVID and booster. So they're recommending in the summer of 2023, four COVID shots for adults.
3: That's your starter pack. Then you got to do the seasonal or yearly one too. So there, there, there's no stopping this, this gravy train. At least that's what Pfizer and Moderna hope.
0: I, I just see this and I'm like, huh? here's my problem with all of it. And again, I brought up that they just last month, this Connecticut State Capitol got a mask up. There's been some COVID like are, everyone's had COVID. I mean, the suppression of natural immunity in the national conversation about all this stuff was another huge, huge indicator of what a lie. This all all this policy was right. I mean, na- natural immunity, the entire science of vaccination and, and initially inoculation was based on natural immunity. The whole point is get your body to make the things when it comes in contact with the virus, right? Without that, the vaccine is trying to get a response from the body that it would have to the virus. So they suppressed that the whole time, which was completely insane, and everybody should have known exactly what that was. But here we are. Every time I go into a doctor's office, and it still happens occasionally, and they're like, you know, we we mandate that people mask here. And every time I go on the CDC website and look at some of this stuff about the COVID vaccine schedule and everything else, I say to myself, how can I trust these institutions and how can I trust these people? If they can't see this at this point, why would I think that they have good judgment on health matters in general? Yeah,
3: I mean, if you look at the, um, you know, we grew up in the era of the FDA food pyramid where, like, it told you to just, like, stuff Bread down your throat all day, every day, and not eat any meat. So it's just like this has been a kind of a long time coming this like pharma, government health corruption. Um, you know, before the mRNA stuff, there was the opioids that were, you know, the cure all to all of your pain problems. And now they have the cure all to all of your COVID problems, except it doesn't cure anything. Um, it, it's just, you know, it, I, I think on the positive side, a lot of people were awakened to the reality that the government is not your friend, especially in protecting your personal health. And we have this freak show, Admiral, that's the uh, you know, number one health official in the United States. This, uh, I have to be careful with my language because it's uh, YouTube, but <laughs> we, we have a, a person who is confused about their, um, their birth gender, who has rotten teeth, who is obese who is telling us how to be healthy in America today. So that's kind of the perfect. Have you seen the
0: Belgian? Have you seen the Belgian health minister? I think Elon tweeted about this recently. It's real. The Belgian health minister is a giant obese woman.
3: <laughs> the the it is across the board that these are just bizarre characters. You know, the most interesting thing to me about Fauci was that Fauci was actually a really healthy person. But he never told you to be like him, you know, go running, go eat healthy um, with that Mediterranean diet that he has. Every recommendation that he gave was the exact opposite of what he did in his personal life. So I thought that was an interesting um, departure from the usual framework of like this ridiculous looking person who probably you know drinks uh, Coca-Cola all day and eats cake for breakfast, telling you how to live a healthy life. Like Fauci was actually healthy telling you to triple mask and boost uh, every three months. So I thought that was interesting.
0: Classic. I mean, just like every little Marxist tyrant in history, it's Mm -hmm. you got to do one thing while I go do something else. But I want to come back here in a second and uh, ask Jordan a few more questions about where all this stuff, where all this stuff goes. Will there ever be any accountability? Um, Have doctors realized that a lot of them were far too silent about this? We'll get into that in a second. Bored from the tragedy of 9-11, the Talented Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. The foundation honors fallen and severely injured heroes and their families with mortgage-free homes. This year alone, hundreds of gold star and fallen first responder families with young children and our nation's most severely injured veterans and first responders are receiving homes. More than 500 homeless veterans received housing and services last year, and more than 1,500 are receiving housing and services this year. And through the Tunnel the to Towers 9-11 Institute, the foundation is educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. Please help America to never forget its greatest heroes. Join me in donating $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. the number two, t, dot org. So how do we save medicine uh, from the enormous burden of credibility that has been placed on it by getting uh, everything wrong about COVID. And they really did get pretty much every major decision, every major proclamation wrong.
3: Uh, Yeah, I think a lot of this neither of us have medical degrees or, you know, have spent decades in science, but I, I think that the people who do have these credentials need to be held accountable and need to hold themselves accountable for what they did. It's so important for them to be honest about the mistakes they made and you know, a willingness to improve upon them, because like, we all have our own lives. We shouldn't have to do our own research every time we go to the doctor's office and they recommend something for us to take or some injection or some pill. Um, it, it's an impossible task, it requires basically a full-time job to research all of this stuff. So we need to, I think, more than anything, hold this credentials class, hold this expert class accountable for their decisions. And those I think that we can look to, there, there's a lot of folks out there um, who acknowledge that things went wrong or who have been on the right side the whole time. That's a much more rare occasion, but at least like from those two cohorts, I would look to them to chart the path forward. I mean, I love what um, you know, people like Jay Bhattacharya are saying uh, he works at Stanford University and there's so many others who have been really brave in swimming upstream against this current of you know this credential based uh, ridiculous system of science. I think the way to improve it is for those people to take accountability and you know chart their own cor- course forward without being afraid of being harangued by the media and the government but it, it's difficult in in a society where, the incentive structure tells you that if you just go along to get along, you'll get like a nice, sweet chairmanship at some university and live a very nice life and be, you know, win all these awards like Fauci continues to win all these awards every single day. And he's, you know, a despicable tyrant. So I think the incentives need to change, too.
0: Totally agree. Check out Jordan Schachtel's Substack. Uh, go subscribe today. I'm a subscriber. Like I said, the dossier on Substack. Jordan Schachtel, my man, always appreciate you being here. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, Buck. Good as always. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel Towers Foundation. The Foundation's gold star, fallen first responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes, donate $11 a month to tunnel to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t dot org
2: more than a movie is back with season two i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia
0: he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of fredo and the coldness of michael